0: Welcome to Taking the Rams by the Horns, a podcast that takes current affairs out of current affairs. This is a podcast in partnership with Sowetin Live. I'm your host, Rams Mabote. South Africa is alive with possibilities. I mean, who would have imagined a former president in Jane... A sitting president sleeping on cash, literally. A cabinet minister visiting a common prisoner in jail. Or even the post office operating, even when they have nothing to do. Can you confirm that delivery performance is drunk? Welcome to the new Soviet Union Live podcast called Taking the Rams by the Horns with me, Rems Mabote. Each week, I will be taking a lighter look at very serious topics that half the time drive you up the wall. This podcast will use humor to take no prisoners, have no holy cows, and cook a whole lot of sacrificial lambs. In more than a year of producing this content, I have taken you on a journey of discovery, speaking to all sorts of people, including politicians, sports stars, and some others I cannot remember. I have spoken to and about people from all corners of the world, including Washington, D.C., and Kansas. There is no subject we have not tackled, including books, fake lawyers, politics, tenderpreneurs, and fashion. I have tackled achievements, but mostly underachievements. Victory, but even better, losses, as well as new developments, although more lies anti-seed. I honestly thought that there could possibly never be anything new under the sun that we could bring on this platform. But what do you know? As Aristotle once said, or was it Pliny or Advocate Manesina Tefo? Who cares? Well, as somebody once said, out of Africa, always something new. I'm glad this week's episode Comes just after Valentine's Day. I would not want to be the cringe that stole Valentine's, even though I think the day is a waste of. No, let me not digress. For although it comes with a touch of red, this one is not a tale of love, chocolates, and flowers. This episode comes with a sizable amount of shock, and it is nothing short of breathtaking. So sit back and join me as I take you on a journey of a small piece of thick, salty, and sometimes green, slimy stuff that has belittled a world's moment of history. If you are eating now, stop. But even if you are not eating, here is an important disclaimer. This episode is not suitable for anyone who doesn't like mucus. Yes, that stuff that comes out of noses of mammals, that stuff that children find slightly tastier than breast milk, the same stuff adults like behaving towards as though they have never liked it before. Today's episode is about an anonymous character. I'm keeping the character anonymous to protect myself and my partner, in Live, from any possible lawsuits and or attacks. This character... In truth, a revolutionary more than just a character, is known for not taking kindly to attack or ridicule, especially from those who do not know him.
1: Trevor Noah can say anything he wants to say about me. So many things he said about me. He doesn't know me. He doesn't know me. A lot of people do not know me, and they draw a lot of conclusions about me. <coughs> so let him say say whatever he wants to say
0: and he is also surrounded by some of the fiercest and highly successful legal minds around him who if we mention the character by name and we slightly sounded offensive or ridiculing they take us to the cleaners and if they cannot they will definitely interrupt this podcast. No, that's not
1: true. And, and no, I said, that's, uh, no, that is untrue. You
0: mustn't... No, but can, he can't he can come I in and make up stories. He can't make up stories. He said Mr. To, Mr. 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 to me, Porfus, are you senior counsel yet? Tell the story as it happened, Mr. Ramaphosa. So here goes my story. Many, many years ago, when this country was ruled by capitalist Neanderthals who had no interest of the people at heart, a leader among the downtrodden and poor rose and decided he will lead the revolution and be the voice of the voiceless. He gathered a lot of like-minded people, dressed them in workers' clothes, and led them on a revolution to depose the evil leaders of the land. Sometimes, to achieve this, he enlisted generous help from fellow communists like the alleged counterfeit cigarette peddlers and banks that took from the poor and made the owners rich, we are told. And one day, Feeling very close to victory to take over the land and deliver utopia, the anonymous leaders called the followers to an arena on the east coast of this country, much like the amphitheater in Rome, unused but famous, and told them what he's going to deliver for them when he takes over and moves out of office, the enemy of the people. The anonymous one was animated and fiery, much like Another revolutionary of our time who once lived in Germany.
1: Du meine Arbeit für richtige Geld, ob du glaubst, dass ich fleißig gewesen bin, dass ich gearbeitet habe, dass ich mich in diesen Jahren für dich eingesetzt habe, dass ich anständig meine Zeit verwendet habe im Dienste meines Volkes. Gib du jetzt eine Stimme ab. Wenn ja, dann tritt für mich ein, so wie ich für dich eingetreten bin. <laughs>
0: The crowds in the Amphitheatre on the East Coast were equally animated by the anonymous leader in a red shirt and a matching beret. Fellow fighters, this book is 265
1: pages. Let's ensure that we download it. Let's ensure that everybody gets to know about
0: what is here in the revolution. Amanda. One of the most potent tools of that time of our Anonymous Revolutionary was gender-based violence, which everyone used to garner political support. The country was in turmoil, devouring its women and girl children. Men of all ages were abusing women, sometimes even raping and killing them brutally. Those that were not callous enough to commit physical harm used ill-gotten money from the state coffers to turn women into their tools to play while smothering them with gifts and drink. This crew was called Tenderpreneurs, and the women referred to as Slay Queens. What an unfortunate phrase, considering that either way, women were being slayed. Some ended in graves underground, others ended up in grave shame. And so, when it got to this subject of GBV, our fearless anonymous revolutionary was animated. He made it clear that under his watch, all this slaying would be dealt with. Our
1: women are suffering the most. That's why in everything we do, our women must be number one. Our women must be 50% in positions of responsibility. Our women must be fifty percent in procurement. Our women must be fifty percent in administration, our women must be fifty per cent in parliament. We must fight for gender justice and be
0: on the side
1: of our women.
0: Under his watch, the only slaying that would be allowed was that of the enemy. Except at that moment, something went wrong. Something not so endearing, even to the women he was so keen to impress. While he was delivering the volatile, game-changing oratory, our anonymous leader was visited upon by a gremlin. A thick secretion slowly made its way out of one of his nostrils, specifically the left one, which one can say is significant as is known for his leftist views. The excretion was also equally radical as his views. It was in your face, correction, it was on his face, and on the microphone in his hand. Curiously, he did not seem to feel it. Why curiously, you may ask? Well, curiously, in the sense that in his delivery of the fiery speech, he felt the sweat on his brow and one flowing down on his face through to his eyes. But he did not pick up the thick snot flowing from his revolutionary nose. I guess at that time, the mouth and eyes mattered more than the nose. He just wanted to sound politically correct on the positions he held on gender equality and anti-homophobia.
1: gay we are all human beings the rights of the lesbians and the rights of gays and all LGBTQIA are human rights if you are EFF and you isolate and discriminate LGBTQIA you are not a fighter you are a sellout what is your issue with people choosing to live their own life. Eff is a whole of LGBTQIA plus. This is a who of
0: everyone. And in an instant, the anonymous revolutionary turned into a joke of the land. The jesters made all sorts of slimy jokes. Graffiti, also known as X, went mad as everyone started painting their jokes about the anonymous leader. In a sniff sorry, in a whiff, the entire revolutionary world-changing speech paled into insignificance. In a manner of speaking, it was watered down literally and otherwise. The revolution was being televised. What did not make sense was how no one thought it wise to do something about this. No one rushed on stage and whispered to the anonymous revolutionary that he was turning into a national joke while the world was watching. No one went there, tissue paper in hand, and wiped off the gunk. Even more appropriately, no one went in there and licked it off his face, as it should happen in the egalitarian societies of the poor led by the designer clothes-clad leaders. I told you to stop eating, didn't I? So, please save me the disgust. Instead, in an instant, the ranks of his troops joined his detractors in exposing and ridiculing him actively and passively. They watched as his long drop of slimy stuff deflected attention from his history making speech. In the meantime, the anonymous revolutionary was fast becoming a butt of jokes. Everyone, including those that he had attacked in his long speech, were relieved and turning him into a circus clown. And so the nation watched in disgust. There were shouts of CIS across the land, and you could not mistake CIS for CIC. There was much mucus on Julius. Everyone was wondering what the EFF was happening. For his part, the anonymous revolutionary blamed the winds at the amphitheater. Some say he even blamed the whole thing on witchcraft. The jury's out on who he was accusing of witchcraft. It could have been his host, who, after all, have an area called Kwamsabu which is notoriously known for its magical prowess to make things happen. He could also have been referring to the leader of the evil system, who comes from the north, among a people famous for manufacturing lightning in broad daylight. Whatever the case, there is one thing clear. There is going to be snot and over this matter. Those members of the revolution who were witnesses to this embarrassing spectacle are going to have to account how they allowed something like this to manifest at the launch of the manifesto. How did they let mucus turn the leader into a circus? How could the moment of sis derail from the message of the CIS. Sooner, rather than later, the guilty will be saved their just deserts. Something is coming soon. Whippy! We have always known that monkeys do fall off trees, but I bet you none of us knew that the raids could get runny nose while they deliver a bloody nose to the enemy. This world is cruel and unpredictable. Thank you very much for listening to this episode of Taking the Rams by the Horns. Please send your comments to me via email on rams at ramsmavote.com. Let me know what you think of the podcast and please share your views on how to prevent a runny nose. Download the My Soweto app and listen to more of my podcast. We are also on Spotify. Follow us on X at Rams by the Horns and at Soweto Live. From me, Remsmavote, on a clean nose, Goodbye and God bless.